Hello and welcome to another episode of Keep Your Head Up with me, Molly Mo. Um, first of all, I think I have to mention that I have not been on it with making podcasts sort of in the last month or so. So apologies for not keeping up to date with making podcasts. Um, I have got an explanation. <laughs> me and Jess, who is my guest on this episode, we actually did Hello. record. <laughs> we did actually record an episode a month ago, but my computer crashed and um, we didn't get round to recording it until now. So apologies for the wait, but hopefully it will be worth it because today we have Jess Fleming. Yeah, it's been a lot of back and forward between me and you of, oh, we're free this afternoon, oh wait, we've got such a thing going on, but we got round to it eventually. I know, for two people... I think, pe- think, yeah, great. <laughs> for two people that have nothing on, we we managed to be very busy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly, but we're here recording it for the second time, so thank you very much, first of all, for recording it the first time and then being so kind to re-record it today. Oh no, it's great for me because it gave me time to actually like refine my answers. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully I'll actually be able to make solid decisions this time and not be indecisive. Well, I I, I mean, because we recorded it so long ago, I don't think I can actually remember what your answers were. So I've I've changed them completely, don't worry. Oh, (laughs) perfect. So me and Jess, we met at university uh, in Liverpool and you are the person that actually got me into radio and podcasting in the first place. So, yeah, Jess, Jess convinced me to start a radio show called The Friday Cure with her. Um, and that was like the best part of uni, doing The Friday Cure with a hangover. Oh, so fun. I still remember like how we started it because I think we both wanted to do a radio show, but both didn't want to do it on our own. And then it was like, hey, why don't we do it do together? It together. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the rest is history. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We had so many fun memories together. Like I, I was know. listening back to them the other day and... It was just so much fun. It was. It was like one of the best parts of uni. It, oh, it was, <laughs> I think it was probably the highlight of my uni time. Just Exactly. exactly. But we could we still... Yeah, so we'll get on it straight away with the questions about music because I know you are, you've got fantastic music taste, first of all, and also we are great at talking about music together because that's what we yeah. we did all those years. First of all, not regarding music, how are you? How is quarantine? And what what have you been up to? I'm good. I just can't believe that it's nearly June because it still feels like we're in March to me, to be honest. Like, I, I feel like this I has know. been the longest March of my life. Um, it's been good. I'm not working at the moment, but it's been quite nice to have a break from working life and especially like after uni. Because yeah. I know that once you do get into like the working world, I think it's just going to be non-stop. So that's been quite nice. I've been reading lots of books. I've been did some cross stitching and I will start taking up running because all those 5k challenges that went around sort of put me to shame <laughs> so it might be might be a few months late but I'll get around to my 5k eventually <laughs> oh that's brilliant um so we'll, we'll start with the first first question which is uh what is your favorite album of all time so I've actually gone for a few here but they're all by different artists well and they're all by women as well yeah so we have how big how blue how beautiful by florence machine which i absolutely love as an album because i feel like after ceremonial she had quite a big stint and then when she came back there were just so many like great songs on this album yeah and you've also got some great trumpets within <laughs> that as well some trumpets <laughs> it's great Important. yeah no that those the, like the french horn section is 
I'm absolutely living for it. Um, and then I've also got as well, so Regina Spector, Begin to Hope, is another one of like my favourite albums. Oh, nice. I feel like... I do. I feel like a lot of people just know Regina Spector from the Orange New Black um, intro, but she's got so many great songs, and I just I love her voice so much. And I feel like she's got a song on this album where she, it's just entirely it's either in French or Russian, and it's just great. Such a great song. In French and or Russian? I can't remember. What it, no, <laughs> what French. It's French. It's French. <laughs> it's in French, not in Russian. I feel like she is like part Russian. Got, yeah, she's got quite those vibes. And then as well, I've also got in this favourite album of all time pile is Electric Heart by Marine and Diamonds. Oh, I, I honestly, I love that album so much. It's such, just, such a good got album. such a great persona within it. And like, if you look at all the music videos as well, it really is like a proper eccentric like body of work all together because she's got these like different archetypes that she goes through like the housewife and like the beauty queen and stuff yeah and really like the sort of the meaning behind it all yeah and then my last favorite album on the list is if i was by the stage because they're just they've got such nice voices so it's three sisters and i think they're all from down south near watford but oh, their, cool. voice, their voice is amazing it's like I always think of them as like being like the English Heim. <laughs> to English be honest. Heim. I love that comparison. Yeah. <laughs> because they've got su- like such nice voices and like they could all technically be models, like when you look at them and this album is actually as well, it was I think it was produced by um Bonnevere. And just oh, wow. that's re- that's really cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, I think it was anyway. I'm pretty. I'm not like eighty percent sure. I can <laughs> I can fact check that for you if you want. But yeah, no, it's just such a nice album, and I would definitely recommend listening to it if you hadn't already because there are some like amazing harmonies on nice. it. Nice. Oh, I like that. I <laughs> I really love your comparison of them being in English time. That that's brilliant. Uh, well, it's the three sisters situation where yeah. it's like I want to be the fourth sister, but probably like the mo- the like untalented fourth sister that they had. Yeah, I'd be the, <laughs> the sister that can play the the triangle. Uh, I'm actually sure that like one of them in the band that they always tease because she just can't really play guitar. <laughs> she just sort of has the tambourine like half the oh, time. Oh, that's savage. <laughs> Yeah, but I think I'm pretty sure like their parents like taught them all the instruments as well. It's like really cute. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Right, we'll move on to the next question. People, they tell me I should be careful that you worry. Uh, next question is um, favourite cover or remix of a song oh, favourite cover or remix okay so it sounds really bad if you are going to judge me for this I never realised that Pinball Wizard by Elton John was a cover <gasps> did you not? <laughs> I didn't realise it <laughs> yeah for ages because I just don't know why I just didn't realise that was a cover so I've got to say that that's up there just purely because I didn't know that it was a cover and that just sounds really bad because it just means that I'm just not I know, on but the ball with the you, who. I know, but I kind of, I understand what you mean there because Elton John is like so great at what he does. You kind of would just expect that he makes everything that he does. 
Yeah, it's just, yeah, I just didn't realise it. Oh. If you, I just googled it and I just looked up Pimble Wizard and people also ask, is Pimble Wizard an Elton John song? So, you know, it's done quite well. It's a well, common people, misconception then. Yeah, so I would say that's up there, but I think what we spoke about last time and I'm definitely second to it, so Birdie and that first album, so like oh, 1901 and so and all those songs like... Skinny Love as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like... I feel like she really with with Skinny Love as well. Like if she'd done that badly, she would have got such a backlash because everyone loves that song. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, well done her. I think I think yeah, that entire album's great. I think she's like really young when she wrote like. Yeah, I think well. she was so like thirteen or fourteen or something ridiculous Crazy. when that album came out. Uh, we'll go on to another question about music, obviously song of your quarantine so what's like the soundtrack to your quarantine experience i've been keeping it quite upbeat recently to be honest like i don't know why it's been in like a very much like upbeat yeah hear some like banging songs that sort of mood but i don't know why i think it's just the weather's been quite nice recently yeah so I've been oh in quite it's been a lovely mood. and also i always feel like if you're listening to like a song that might be seen like as predominantly like sad music, I think if you're listening to it when the weather's really nice, it almost makes it seem more like relaxing and calming than just sad. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> but yeah, no, I've been pretty upbeat recently, so I've been listening to like Used by Glass Animals, which I think is a great song. Oh, I love a Glass lot. Animals. They're such an underrated, yeah. so underrated. And also, so I think it's called Leaning on Myself by Anna of the North. And if you're not listening to Anna of the North, I would very much recommend it. Ooh, I love these recommendations. Yeah, (laughs) I know. I'm actually like, I'm actually prepared for one. It's great. I love it. Oh, anyway. So, all right. So is there a song that you think is like an really, really underrated? Or it doesn't have to be a song. It could be a whole album or even a whole artist. Right. Iceland's Eurovision entry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they so would have won. Yeah, think about things. It's by... Is it Daddy Fryer? I don't know how you pronounce it. My Icelandic is not the best. But, yeah. I I feel like they got robbed this year because... Honestly. If it wasn't for coronavirus, they would have won hands down. Oh, they so so would have won. And everyone knows it as well. And it was meant to be in Amsterdam. It was... Oh, it was going to be such a good year this year. And how sad is this? Next year you can't use the same songs as this year, so it I can know. be it can be the same band or artist, but they have to choose a different song. And then it's really annoying. They would. It's such a good song because, like, when when I listened to it, I probably got like the same sort of realization of the people who heard ABBA for the first time <laughs> when they went and won. Like, sort of like, wait, this is a Eurovision song. This is like a whole new level. This is this that is sort of good stuff. <laughs> yeah, and also if you haven't listened to it already, the Hot Chip remix of that song is like. <gasps> I have not heard the remix of it. Oh my goodness! I need to listen it's to that. Great. Okay, but I'll yeah. get on that. I love that. I just wish that they could do proper Eurovision again. I know that was that was the one thing that was getting me through. I was like, oh, if they just do Eurovision, <laughs> but from their living rooms, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, and they didn't even, like, do the points or anything. That was just the part that got me. It's like, why couldn't they just still make a competition? Then iPhone could have won, and it would have been great. It would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> I could never let you go. Baby, I can't wait.
Anyway, right, so we'll move on to... Oh, this is the long question, but I love this question and I can't wait to hear your answers for this. Um, it is, what is your dream festival lineup? Dead dead and alive singers and musicians. And so you can right. pick literally anyone from any point of history and time. Oof. And I've got to do Friday, Saturday, Sunday breakdown, don't I? Yeah, so who's first, first of all, who's going to be your Friday? So Friday, I'm going to start off with a bang. Partly because I'm blaming the Glastonbury set that she did, but Florence and the Machine on a Friday, like oh. opening the festival, would be amazing. Oh, so But I'm going to also throw a curveball in it and have a Kate Bush, like, <gasps> sort of. Oh, what my God. Called where they, like, bring someone out on stage with them and everyone goes wild because this person was, like, um, rumoured to be playing. Oh, and yeah, like, she's not going to play. A secret set. So, yeah secret set bring kate bush out with florida's machine that would i think i think there would literally be actual genuine sparks <laughs> because of the witchy vibes that would be going on on that stage all the witchy vibes it's all about the witchy vibes so yeah we've got to start it off strong that then, is very strong i like that yeah and also like i've been listening to a lot of the maccabees lately and it still makes me really sad that they're no longer a band so i'd want the maccabees to reunite on this saturday night oh they do um Oh, they they they've got a song on the Angus Songs and Perfect Snogging soundtrack. Oh, that song is honestly it sends me. That's such a good oh, song. They've got so many good songs and like for so many different moods as well. Like if you want a really like upbeat sort of, I'm going out like yeah that sort of vibe. Like listen to Pelican. Oh, is it's that the one that goes? Susume, susume. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love that song. <laughs> I don't know what the words are, but I know the sound of it. It's so great, but yeah, they're a great band, and I really hate how I never actually saw them. Oh no, that's that's such a solid answer, and that I feel like that's one of your revised answers from last time. It really is. (laughs) (laughs) I was just sort of thinking before, and I was like, I really wish the Mackies would come back. And then Sunday, I'm gonna stick it and say that I want the Beatles because. I mean, you just need the Beatles. You've got to. If you go to Liverpool Uni, you can't not choose the Beatles at least one of the nights. Yeah, just a bit of all you need is love, like on a Sunday afternoon. I love that. I love that. I love just that. A bit of you know, like you know, like on Glastonbury, like when it's the Sunday afternoon and everyone is like really chilled out and you've got some nice music going on. Like, who doesn't want the Beatles? No, I, the Beatles are like universal. I, I, they've been so com- common uh, as an answer for the festival question yeah. and uh, i mean obviously it would make sense obviously, yeah but i feel like yeah you can't live in liverpool three years and then not want the beatles to play a festival. <laughs> literally w- w- which era of the beatles would you want i would probably go for a bit of sergeant pepper's lonely hearts yeah out. i think that's that's just such a solid one nice I'm trying to think what else there is oh no abbey road well oh and i feel like after we've what we've all been through we need a bit of come together oh wait is that the right album i don't know i'm 
older Beatles fan, like a diehard Beatles fan. They're gonna be screaming, no. yeah. <laughs> no, I think yeah. I think it is. is from... it? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I have a quick look, but yeah. I, no, I think that's that is a solid, solid, solid lineup. So you've got Kate Bush slash Florence and the Machine on Friday, the Maccabees on Saturday, and the Beatles on Sunday. Fantastic. There's a little bit of a, a little bit for everyone. I love that. Exactly. Oh yeah. Oh, and would you have your? I know this doesn't really matter, but where, if you if your festival was real, would it be sort of at the beginning of the festival season or towards the end? I feel like. Or in the middle, obviously. No, I'd probably go for the end because I feel like by the end it's sort of a lot more chilled out like i feel like if you've got your festival like rap it's all everyone's pinning it on oh the festival's happening and you probably have a lot more clashes whereas you know when um is it like end of the road festival and oh those, yeah, yeah like they're very late on but their lineups are always like amazing because obviously they're not gonna have people clashing yeah so i feel like i'd have to look get my calendar out you know pinpoint when all the festivals are and then you know go from there but probably be like leaning towards the end of the season i like that yeah oh nice i love that because you can only get better like if you're if you're like right to start you've got to like set the bar whereas you just surpass the bar and i mean (laughs) glastonbury goes at the beginning because there is no no point competing with glastonbury yeah glastonbury is just you know elite to the rest of the festival (laughs) it's god tier festival it it really is and see like i know so many people are sad this year that glastonbury isn't going on but to be one of the people that didn't have tickets for glastonbury it's like yeah oh no (laughs) we can try no but this is what i'm worried about so next year all of the people that have tickets this year does that mean they can all go next year and we have to wait another year? Like, what does that mean for Glastonbury ticket holders? Does it mean that there's no chance that we can go for at least two years? What, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, because I feel like a lot of festivals, what they've done is that they've said, okay, we can't have it this year, but your ticket will give you entry for next year. Like, I know my parents are meant to go to Blue Dot Festival, but they've been, it's now been moved to next year. Oh, right. And they're trying to keep the same bands as they have this year, but look, obviously look at people's schedules. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's a situation where that probably would happen, so you might yeah. be waiting out for another year. Oh, God, that makes me so sad. Every single One year. I I, ne- <laughs> I so need to go to Glastonbury just to say that I've gone. Yeah. So obviously we don't really know when lockdown is going to be over um, but, and it's kind of hard to know what like how that far in the future because we don't even know how far in the future it's going to be. What's the song that you think you might play to sort of celebrate the freedom that we have when we finally can go out? Right so I'm going for the sort of witchy vibes again because we're either going to have the Chain by Fleetwood Mac. Oh. Or Edge of 17 by Stevie Hicks. 
banging absolutely banging oh i love that yes but also is there um one sec yeah hall and oats you make my dreams come true (laughs) that is the most positive song right just quickly if you've not checked out the yacht rock section of spotify you need to the yacht yacht rock yeah, so like the boat, Yacht Rock. It is like a subgenre of music. <gasps> and it's just a mixture of like Hall and Oates, um, Fleetwood Mac. Who else on the Yacht Rock playlist? Let me have a look for you. Yeah, it's my brother who got me onto this. Oh my um, lord. I'm, I'm having a look at it right now. I, d- yeah. I, don't, I just want to know what makes it Yacht Rock. Like, <laughs> I did look into this, right. So Yacht Rock... Um, refers to the highly polished brand of soft rock that emanated from Southern California between 1976 and 1984. Ooh. So it's the smooth, mellow music that early yuppies enjoyed while s- <laughs> sipping champagne on their yachts. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I feel like if you're ever like in the need for cheering up, just put on a bit of yacht rock and... <laughs> just have a great time i will i'm gonna listen to it straight after this i'm gonna get myself a beer and listen to some yacht rock and pretend that i'm on on a yacht (laughs) exactly if we can't go on holiday you've got to like gotta make the holiday yeah you've got to just have the sense of the holiday yeah but i just i don't know i just wanted to ask you more about more about like mental health and like keeping positive and stuff so obviously the name of the podcast is keep your head up um and I just wanted to know, like, what is it that's helping you keep your head up during this time? And it like, has music helped you? I feel like a good way to stay positive in this time is obviously, like, keeping talk to friends and family. And I know that we all, I think by now, hate a Zoom quiz. <laughs> but <laughs> Honestly. I think it's, it's, still, it's still good to take part every once in a while. But it's also okay to say, like, hey, I'm not in the mood right now. Can we talk another time? Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. And sort of, I feel like knowing that it's not going to be forever is another good outlook to have because I think we can all get rid. Now that we're into like the end of May and this has been our situation since like what March, yeah, it can be very much a oh this is going to go on forever. When is it actually going to end? But I think I saw a good post ages ago and it just sort of said like every day when you wake up, like we're one day closer to this being over. Yeah, that is <laughs> Which so is very true. Like it's rather so than thinking true. it's another day, yeah, think well we're a day closer. Like every time that you have like a negative thought about the situation like oh like I'm really upset that I can't go see my friends just like add on the end but isn't it great that we have technology and social media that I can actually keep in contact oh absolutely and FaceTime people so putting that on the end sort of like oh well isn't it great that this sort of changing that negative and spin into a positive to try and give yourself a more positive outlook on the situation Aww. but yeah like I know it's it's crap situation that we're all in but I think as well we've got to be quite thankful that it's not oh, worse absolutely. than it is because things can always be worse like oh absolutely <laughs> as awful as it is but yeah. it can always get worse but can get better too but yeah no I do agree with you I feel like the months have got longer like <laughs> I feel like the de- the days are getting shorter, shorter but the weeks feel longer <laughs> oh, I'll send you a really interesting news article I was saying about like 
how our perception of time is sort of changing during this time because I know, of the whole literally I, so great. I literally said this at the beginning of our phone call i literally was like like what is time like time is just not what we are used to it being at the moment it's so odd yeah and i think as well because we're all doing the same thing day day in day out and there's nothing like majorly standout-ish from our daily life yeah because we're just sort of in that pattern and routine it feels like you can't really remember what you did over the last week because it all sort of blurs together into a bit of a haze doesn't it it's so true it's crazy it's crazy well i'm so so i feel like uh this was meant to be (laughs) keep your head up and it's ended up you counseling me (laughs) i'll start charging next time (laughs) yeah (laughs) thank you so much for doing this the second time (laughs) i know i really enjoyed it i've enjoyed actually like having a chat and sort of i know that's the thing with human contact yeah that's the thing with these things you sort of like get into a habit of not not calling and then when you do you're like oh it's actually really nice no you'll you know in yourself like sometimes you're like i can't be bothered with human interaction today yeah (laughs) so that's yeah yeah. Yeah. um yeah just to wrap up the podcast thank you so much for all of your answers i think they're brilliant and i will make a little spotify playlist of all of the songs that and yeah and then i'll post it as soon as possible um i really enjoyed it thank you so much for having me on